following is a production of the Event Safety Alliance. Hi, this is Steve Edelman. Welcome back to the Event Safety Podcast. I am here with Danielle Hernandez from Furman University and Anna Glover from Yale University. We've got a very academic group here today. And the reason that we have so many smart kids in the same place is we're going to talk about, well, not working. Um, we're going to talk about things that that require actual creativity and thought because they're not all scripted out for us, which is essentially what the hell do we do with this extended snow day that we all now have? This unexpected free time that, you know, I suppose we could all fill it up by sitting on the sofa, catching up on endless television or, you know, screaming at the dog. But there are useful things that we can do, whether it's useful for our bodies or our minds or our work. And so me and Danielle and Anna, are going to kind of round robin some ideas that we each have had that we've talked about as things that we can do that will kind of save something meaningful and positive from this really crappy time that we're all dealing with. And I guess I'll just focus for myself on the end game, which is we're going to get back to work. We don't know when, there are certainly conflicting bits of information about exactly when and exactly how, but it's going to happen. That's the one certainty. We're going to get through this. And so how we use this time, this time that we're in right now, is in a significant way going to affect how we come out of this time and get back on the treadmill, which when it finally resumes, we'll be resuming at full speed. And we want to be able to climb on that treadmill and not immediately fall down. And so part of that is what we're doing now. So let's start with Danielle Hernandez from Furman University, and then we'll kind of go around to Anna, and then the wheel, I suppose, will come back to me. And let's just talk about, well, first, where let's are you? Let's talk about where we are now. Yeah, where uh, are you, Danielle? So, so I'm currently in my living room. Uh, at a table. In preparation for this, I banished my children upstairs to their rooms, and my husband is working in our board game slash office room, and I crated two of the three dogs. You may still get to hear them. Congratulations. Um, so it is not my normal relatively quiet office that I'm, I'm recording from, um, but we have been home for, for a while now, about a week. Um, and we've made maybe two trips to the store, but that's been about it. And in general, it's harder to work from home when everyone is doing it, as in everybody else that's working, but also trying to keep the kids on task with their online school and getting the dogs in and out of the house. And when FedEx comes by, it sounds like a, a attack by the hordes, at least the dogs think so. But on the other hand, it's kind of fun to spend extra time with my family, especially at a time of year that I don't normally spend a lot of time with them. Uh, so it, it's, it's been interesting. I have not felt a burning desire to go out into the world. I do miss work. 
It's, it's incredible, actually, what the, the two of you said. I mean, first of all, it's lovely to, to, to have this experience with you because even though we are now working from home, we're still social people, social creatures. And I think it's really nice to have opportunities to interact in different ways um, and, and be creative with those ways. For me, it's a little strange because I actually am always used to working physically next to a theatre. So, I, I, you know, in my office in, at Yale, I'm actually working next to the University Theatre. And when I was at the National Theatre, you know, if I could walk through two doors, I'd be out onto a stage or into a fly floor or something. And so now I'm not near a theatre. And, and Steve, you, you, you said beautifully, we're not scripted anymore. And that for me and theatre works really, really well. Yeah, um, because we're suddenly like we're making this up as we go along. We're, we're kind of like a it's a, um, a devised piece, if you like. So. You know, I th and I also want to call out what you said, Danielle, about everyone working from home. There's this kind of perception that we can take our stuff from one, one physical location, dump it in another, and then just carry on business as usual. And I think we can't. And I think it's really great to embrace that, that difference and that change a little bit. So I'm, I'm coming to you live from Hamden, Connecticut, which is 20 um, minutes away from my normal office. Um, I, I share, a, I'm lucky actually, not to have children with me because I can, I hats off to any parents right now who are, who are, who are suddenly having to become teachers as well as parents, as well as, you know, whoever they are during the day. Um, but I do have a cat and I have a wife and my poor wife has been booted out of her office so that I can turn it into my, my place. Um, because, uh, she's a writer and I'm, I'm constantly teaching classes and the two or not. <laughs> they don't work very well together. No, especially compatible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one thing I want to I want to call out though is that um, it's it's incredibly powerful in this moment to stop and say what's next. I want to say that Steve, you know, you talked about coming on coming on to you're going to be jumping onto a moving treadmill, and so I think it's really powerful to say in this moment, which is so unprecedented, what's next for us as opposed to why me? Because you know just want to call out there are so many people in our industry who've had heartbreaking news over the last two or three weeks from events that have got cancelled the shows that have been cancelled things that they were in the middle of un uncertain times about funding and it really is a time when your head can go down and that's natural and normal but a very powerful way to to get out of that is to say what am i going to do about this what's next so that when it all starts up again i'm ready um so i think i think that's a that's a really powerful thing to to think about yeah. So, Steve, I, I, what are you doing? <laughs> um, I work from home. Yay! I, I always work from home, so I'm actually in the place that I would normally be at this time. Um, having said that, I normally travel a lot. I do a lot of speaking gigs, and I'm completely off the road now, uh, such that I'm going hiking every day. So I live in Arizona, where it will be a thousand degrees in a month or two, but right now. It is the height of wildflower season, and I was out the door at sunrise this morning to have a wonderful two-hour hike, and I took some pictures of beautiful flowers. I'm colorblind, but even I can see them. So Sounds I, I guess, gorgeous. <laughs> uh, it, it was, actually. You know, it's, it is a perfect day outside. Not that I will experience it, um, but that's what I'm trying to do. You know, I, I'm a gym rat, so I go to the gym every day. My gym's been closed for more than a week, and I need this time outdoors. I barely see anybody. I say nothing more than good morning, uh, but that's the extent of my human interaction these days, and I need that. So I need the physical exertion. I need the sunlight, and I need to at least see people up close. Uh, 
because for the rest of my day, I'm in my home office just like always, and I'm simply not, I'm not engaged with the world. Uh, you know, I, I, used, yeah. I used basically one tank of gas in the last three weeks because I have no place to go. I think there are some real extremes that people are experiencing. Either the one extreme where you're suddenly in a place with tons of people all trying to do some different activity in a confined space, or you're really isolated. Uh, and both present some really tricky challenges. Um, so you see some people that are like, I want to call people all the time. And, and other people are like, please don't call me without letting me know you're going to call me first. <laughs> um, so, Anna, one of the things that lots of people are doing to be ready when the train starts rolling again is, is online training. And I've seen some really interesting ones. I've personally been excited to see that ETC has all of their lightboard training up online for free. Uh, what, what sort of things have you come across? Well, first of all, I want to say, uh, you know, of course, the Event Safety Alliance. I was thrilled to see that training coming out. And I've actually yeah. suggested to my students that they take part in this um, because, you know, First of all, not, not everyone has time right now. So there, there is this myth. I know some of us who are working are, are, are sort of saying, well, we're still working and having as many meetings as we ever were because we're trying to figure out what the next piece of the puzzle looks like. But if you do have time or maybe the commute, you don't have the commute anymore, or maybe you, know, you, can, you can change some of the way you structure your day, filling it with training that's slightly unusual is something that I would highly, highly recommend. I, I, you know, I can't speak more highly of the training that our industry has access to, the training of how to be a good rigger, how to do first aid, CPR, how to, um, you know, the event safety, the, that, the OSHA training, all of those things are really key and important. But you can, you can get so much from something that's slightly different. Learning, learning a new skill that you have no previous knowledge of and it's outside of your comfort zone will teach, will give you information in how you learn which can help you with other things. And I find that sort of thing fascinating. What is it like to be an absolute beginner again? Um, now that may be learning a language, although personally, I, I think it's a noble uh, uh, thing to try and learn a language, but unless you're going to be regularly speaking it, perhaps it's not the thing that you need to focus on. But have you ever wanted to learn to code? Have you ever wanted to, to understand a bit more about business risk management? Have you ever wanted to look at maybe sharpening up those Excel spreadsheet skills because we're always asked to do them? There are a lot of those MOOCs, the massive uh, open online courses that especially the, the Ivy League universities are really pushing right now. And I've got a, a couple of links that I sent so that you can put them in the show notes. I recommend looking through those don't set an impossible task. I think we, which we always fail when we try to boil the ocean. Start with, I'm going to listen to a 30-minute tutorial. I'm going to try one thing, and then the next day I'm going to try something else rather than saying, right, I've got, I've got two weeks. I'm going to cram three years' worth of learning in two weeks, um, and, and that's just going to stress you out even more. So I think pick something that you've always wanted to, to maybe dip into. Maybe you'll look at it and you won't enjoy it. Maybe you'll, you'll have a go at coding and you'll think, Actually, it's not really for me, but at least you've then got some more information. Um, if you deal with teams, learning how to negotiate, finding courses on negotiation, Harvard's got some really good ones on things like that as well. Um, so those are the sort of things I would recommend. Do something that's slightly different in this, in this time. Steve, you want to talk a little bit about what the ESA is doing? Sure. So the Event Safety Alliance has, and Anna alluded to this, the Event Safety Alliance uh, just announced that we significantly dropped the prices for, among other things, our event safety access training. So 
one of the things that you can do if you want to, you know, focusing for a moment on professional development in the area of workplace safety, which obviously is a big issue for ESA, uh, our event safety access training program is available for a deep discount, I think through the end of this year. And the idea is, this is important. It's, you know, it's a version of OSHA 10, which is developed specifically for live event professionals. It is tailored for exactly you, dear listener. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we, we tried to make it as entertaining as we could because we know who you are and we have a basic sense of what you're interested in and what your attention span would look like. And now that you have more time, this is a perfect opportunity to bone up on your safety training and also, you know, more broadly than just ESAT, although obviously we recommend that you do ESAT, um, this is a good time to work on any safety training or credentialing that you don't normally have time to do. I mean, this really is an extended snow day. This, this is a series of dark days that you will never see again. And while it's terribly frightening in many respects right now, I think it really is important to keep in mind the certainty that our industry is going to come back. You know, even just, you know, a casual listen to, you know, anybody who's talking about the duration of this crisis and there's this sense of urgency to get back to normal. Live event attendance, you know, attendance or watching live events is an integral part of the fabric of our society. So we're going to get back to work. I take some comfort in that. And, you know, I, like many of you, I'm an independent contractor. You know, my, my work has slowed to a trickle right now. And frankly, I'm pretty scared about that. But what tempers my fear is the certainty that we're going to get back to work. So I'm focused on training and certification because I know that we're going to get back to work and I want to be ready. So some other training opportunities that I've seen online, of course, FEMA has a whole lot of them um, and they are all free. Um, I believe last time I checked, they were all free. Um, there's also a website called entrepreneur.com and it has a link of different resources to teach you about things like Zoom and Dropbox and Salesforce and things like that, which are things we all use all the time, but maybe aren't necessarily comfortable with. So maybe spending an extra five or 10 minutes figuring out how Dropbox or Adobe works may make your life easier once we start having to do a bunch of things all at once again. Also, several lighting companies, not just ETC, but Strand and ACT Lighting all have online training classes that are super interesting looking. SFX has one. Um, then we start to get to some like, kind of amusing ideas uh so so let's let's you know we're home we're, we're hardly ever home we're hardly ever not doing a show of some kind some kind of live event so we could do things that we don't normally have the energy for or the bandwidth make a puzzle uh, danielle make a puzzle uh, it's on my list um <laughs> except for we're all sharing the same table so it makes it hard to do a puzzle um <laughs> anyway uh, that's my own problem um there are some really funny things online there is a stuck inside facebook group which has a lot of things geared towards children that i personally find amusing and entertaining so some of you might as well <laughs> um 
And it includes, you know, the normal sort of, you could make a craft out of toilet paper rolls, which has a little bit of snarky irony in it right now. Um, But it has a lot of other different resources, uh, classes and videos and people singing all together and uh, some of the virtual orchestras that have popped up over the last uh, week or so. Um, One of my favorite things is Patrick Stewart is online reading Shakespeare. Oh, that must oh. be great. You know, that just speaks to, speaks you, to all the people. You theaters. know, so many things sound really great in a British accent. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anna, we agree. <laughs> um, great Courses is offering uh, free, I think it's a free trial, but it's a free trial right now. So you could always cancel it if you don't want it later. And my favorite thing of all is speaking to the people that are extra isolated in home at a time when you aren't normally, you could foster a pet for as long as you're at home. So a lot of shelters are offering pet fostering, which means that it's basically like you could borrow a pet and the pet would benefit from it and you will benefit from it because you will not be alone. Uh, And they, they help set it up so you don't have to like figure out how to take care of a dog all of a sudden having you know they 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 tell you how to do it i thought that was a fabulous idea so if you you have the interest in that that is a great thing what else you know the the interesting thing about that is that we are an industry of people that are as steve said always on the move particularly event safety you're going to an event you're setting up an event you're working up an event so we we don't get this time at home and while i think I'm so happy to hear about all these courses. There's a part of me that that's like, it's interesting to, to, to take this time to find out who are we without the doing, who are we without the events? Um, because I, because one of the things that, that has become really prevalent in our industry is, is mental health and, and physical well-being. And here we have some time at home to maybe take stock of that and think about, you know, are there any skills or things that we can use, which we can then, when we get back out into the world, we can take with us and carry with us. Um, and I think, you know, the desire to kind of cram every second is who we are in this individual, mm-hmm. you know, that, Absolutely. that great Kipling, you know, I fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run. I always think about the people I work with when I think about that quote. Now is a time not to fill that unforgiving minute with 60 seconds running you know, the special forces have this great quote. I love, um, uh, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. So in this moment, let's slow it down. What is it about our systems, our our lifestyles, maybe even the way we do things at work that, that hasn't been working so well lately. And, And is there any way we can fine tune those? Are there policies and procedures that we're just getting everyone bogged down and everyone depressed that, that you can spend some time thinking through, um, are there ways that you, you know, your equipment ordering isn't working or are there ways that your maintenance isn't working or your team communication isn't working, right? This is the moment to take a whopping great step back at the big helicopter view and say, you know, I've got time now. I'm not going to focus on anything else today, but this one problem, and I'm going to think about it differently. And, and, and maybe that will help us when we do get back. Uh, Steve, you're nodding. I don't know if you have some thoughts on that. I, I do. And I guess my observation as I look at my increasingly blank calendar for each day is now I can finally work on the big chunks of project that I just don't get a chance to work on. You know, I, I'm the co-chair of the event security ANSI standard task group. 
And we're just at kind of the early stages. And right now there's this enormous lump of writing that needs to be chipped away at and then shaped into something meaningful. I love projects like that. It will take days of extended concentration. I never have that kind of time. I have to do it on you know late nights, on weekends, except now I don't. Now I can basically say, all right, Thursday and Friday, I don't anticipate any major interruptions. I can really focus on this. I can do some really excellent work. It's still work, but it's work that I enjoy and it's important and will be valuable on a going forward basis. And that to me is meaningful. I also think since we have this opportunity that it is okay to give yourself permission to not be filling every 60, every minute with 60 seconds, you know, it's okay to just take a minute and sit and look out the window and just try to find some inner peace which sounds corny when I say it out loud, but I really mean it. You know, it's, it's, we are so go, go, go hurling from one event or one crisis is the wrong word, but you know, it's, it's one chaotic element and making order out of it. And then the next one that we have this time now, albeit for terrible reasons, but we do have it. So, you know, is it, is it appropriate? to just have a cup of tea and look out the window for a few minutes? I think it really is. And what does that accomplish for you? It may help your inner balance a lot. It does for me at any rate. So, You know, it's just like Steve finally seeing the wildflowers on a hike. I, I wonder if you could remember the last year that you had when you were able to think of stopping and taking pictures. He's he's shaking his head. Is the magic of radio. <laughs> he's like, now? <laughs> um, but, you know, the other thing, you know, so that some of us are now teaching online. And one thing that, that some of the students have been saying is they're getting face-to-face contact in a way that they don't, I mean, it's, it's not easy. And I know that there are people out there who's, who are putting so much effort into these amazing classes, but, but students who are doing it via video are saying they're getting some real face-to-face time and they're actually learning things about people as humans, which in our industry is also invaluable. You know, if you, if you want to have resilience in a time of crisis, build relationships in a time of peace. So, in, and now is not a time of peace it's a crisis but in a weird way we're, we're, we're not doing anything we're not required to do anything but stay at home so use this time to call somebody who you work with and just talk about you know share a cup of tea we, we have we have informal check-ins with my colleagues where we you know we boot up the zoom and we we pour ourselves a cup of tea and we just talk and i've learned about the, the video games people like what pets they have danielle i've learned about your dogs <laughs> you know um but that's something that when, when, when something happens, when we have to ramp up again, those relationships will be useful. I actually gave the same advice. Sorry, Danielle. I, I gave the same advice to one of my students just yesterday. You know, his, the job that he expected would be waiting for him after graduation probably has fallen through. And he was asking me for advice. And I said, we're an industry based on relationships. You know, you have a good credential. He's coming out of Arizona State University with a master's in sports law and business, which is great. I said, you're an articulate young guy. You've got a good story to tell. You've got an impressive credential. This is the time to pick up the phone because you know that everyone is by a phone and they don't have a ton to do and they're not running around. You know, Introduce yourself. You've got a story. People have time to hear it and to talk with you. 
So I think the relationship building, Anna, is such a good point right now. It's interesting, unlike times in the past when people have gone into quarantine, like in the 1600s, we are able to stay so connected, almost excessively connected. Uh, it's interesting as like, we are all separate, but we are all together <laughs> all over the world. It's really fascinating. Yeah. I mean, what, what, one of the things that I should have put on my list of things that you could do right now is start your own podcast. <laughs> Everybody I know has a podcast right now. It's just amazing. You know, right after, you know, look at your contracts and, you know, make sure they all say what you want. Start your own podcast, you know, start do your own. Yeah. Do your own social networking, you know, keep your social distance, but <laughs> yes, I mean, exactly what we're doing right now. I find enormously cathartic. You know, you guys are on the East Coast. I'm in Pacific daylight time. And yet you are a few clicks away. And, you know, for you podcast listeners, this is actually important. You know, this is part of life safety, you know, to borrow the NFPA term. This is life safety. You know, being stuck by yourself, if you truly feel stuck, that's an awful feeling. But, you know, Danielle, you, you make an excellent point. Technology has solved this problem for most of us right now. We don't have to be stuck. We are literally just a few clicks away from being with people that we love who we're used to seeing. Let's see them in a different context. You know, Anna, I've never seen your home before. Danielle, I've never seen yours. I mean, there are pictures, not just a wall of, of three ring binders now. And I know. <laughs> Yeah. Not used to it. <laughs> you know, and also, I, I know that there are some people out there who who don't maybe have the internet connections that we have, depending on where you live. I, I know that um, a lot of industries are really stepping up. I know that some of them, I think I think it's Comcast is, is offering, you know, free or, or low cost internet to, to, to people who are struggling with that. So, you know, take, take advice, advantage of those particular offers right now, because I think, you know, they're not going to last and, you know, experience something else. I know I, I did read that Leonardo da Vinci had his most productive time when he was in quarantine for the plague, but I, I, I don't envy him that. I really appreciate being able to, to reach out to, to the wider world. Um, and Steve, you know, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of podcasts. Um, you know, I listen to the event safety Alliance podcast, listening to, um, other podcasts I love, the Tim Ferriss show, the Rich Roll show, but one that um, I was, I've actually set my students to listen to some is, is uh, a fellow Yaley, uh, Laurie Santos, who, who did the Happiness Project. Um, Adotta Santos has, has got this brilliant podcast called The Happiness Lab, and she's actually started to do some bonus epi episodes on coronavirus. I'm going to say that I'm going to, I'm going to bring the, the elephant into the room. Um, <laughs> No, we should all cough. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, um, the, the the one that I'm very interested in is 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 an episode called. It's only half an hour. It's it's taught, called "Coaching Yourself Through a Crisis," and that is such a brilliant podcast that to listen to because it actually talks about how in these times of anxiety, the when we're talking to other people and the words we use both to ourselves and to other people can have an enormous effect on how we can uh, can feel in this particular time. Um, and and it, just to sort of quote one thing, if you start talking kind of in the in the, the second or third person, so instead of saying, you know, I am really struggling, you could say, well, Anna, I could see Anna struggling during this time, so how are we going to help Anna? Reframing that language around that can just help you with your planning. 
So if, if you're finding it difficult to, to, to do anything else other than watch the news obsessively, take that moment to refer to yourself as a separate person. You know, is this Anna's best use of Anna's time? No. So no. maybe, maybe <laughs> Anna can do something, a system at work or something like that. And there are some gems in the podcast, absolute gems. And they don't always have to be serious or, or business savvy, but there are some. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I just looked you it up. Stop looking at the news. <laughs> Yeah, there's a thought. Stop looking at the news. At least don't look at it obsessively. It'll yeah. still be there when you come back. It'll still be there. It won't be better. It'll still be there later. <laughs> um, I've made a note for Danielle <laughs> to, to watch that. Do you guys want to do one more quick round robin and then we'll wrap this up? Absolutely. So, Danielle, why don't we start with you using teed up? I'm teed up. Um, if you like horror things the windsor house is doing online tours which i may catch one of those in san diego it's a creepy house there um and you can get a tour there are, are uh, these online tours yes oh, yeah cool. it's all online you know i would i would ask listeners to look for answers in evidence-based science it's important to know what is going on in your local community and in the world. I understand. Pick a, pick a source of news that you trust and watch it once a day. But if you really want to know what's going on, you know, um, the CDC website, the WHO website, um, you know, and, and you can cross-reference with, with other countries' websites as well. You know, uh, shout out to my own country and how it's dealing with that. So that's, that's one thing. The other thing is, um, you know, Talk to your, your community and maybe there are tasks that you can take on together. Don't be frightened of showing some leadership in this time and giving people some tasks to do because some people are actually, so there's, there's definitely people that are, that are overworked right now. Uh, healthcare providers are, are, um, are people who are working in the grocery stores and everything. But some people have seen their hours go from crazy to nothing. And that is a terrible situation for a human to be in. So giving someone a call and saying, you know, I don't, can't maybe I can't afford to pay you right now, but I'd like you to work on this project with me, and I'll give you the kudos for it, and I'll give you the the, the input for it. Maybe there's something in that, and again, just build build some new relationships. Anna, you've stolen my line, which was also going to be about relationships. So, I guess I'll add something that I have not done in years, which is on Sunday I took a nap which I never have time to do. And I am way too hyper and wired and have lots of things that I think are really important. But I was geared down enough and was tired and it was sunny on the sofa and I just fell asleep for an hour. That's so, um, It was, and I'm trying to carve out places that I can simply be tranquil because otherwise I'll be stressed. So, okay, um, I have one, one or two little things um if you're interested in politics or if you no. think maybe you're or <laughs> or if you want to learn, sorry i'm having a, a <laughs> vomit in my mouth reaction yes keep it in even i've got an allergic reaction going on <laughs> yes yes um there are a lot of local efforts you could get involved in there are postcard writing campaigns that you can join to support certain candidates. If you have a candidate that you support, you could learn about the candidates and see if there's one that you particularly appreciate more than the rest. Um, that's, that's one opportunity. Um, 
if you are at all sewing inclined, it seems like there's a lot of movement for people sewing masks for healthcare workers. And there are some patterns online and there's some 3D printer patterns online as well for people working on things like that if you have if you have the inclination. But lastly, I would say, please monitor your own health. If you get sick, please take care of yourself. As this virus goes around, there will be people that get sick. It's just, just like when the flu goes around, it doesn't have more stigma than that. So please, if you need medical assistance, uh, check out your CDC website and your local healthcare providers and follow their directions. A lot of times there's specific testing sites they sent you to. Um, just, just take care of yourselves. We want everybody to uh, be ready to jump on the train when it starts rolling through. I think that's a good place to wrap for today. So um, we care about you and we would like you to express your care for each other um, at this time. We all need that. So with that, I'm Steve Edelman with Danielle Hernandez and Anna Glover, um, wishing you a safe distance, a social distance, but stay in touch with each other. Um, Be supportive. We all need it. Be safe out there. Thanks very much.